All right, before we start, just two quick ha'aras. Number one, somebody came to Chassam Sefer. Chassam Sefer was learning with one of his Talmudim. And Chassam Sefer turned to his Talmud and says, You know what, you become a Talmud Chacham? So Talmud says, When? He says, You become a Talmud Chacham in five minutes. Talmud says, That's very nice. That sounds like a nice joke. But what does it mean you become, you know, it takes a lot longer to learn Kalatari Kula? And Chassam Sefer said, It's those extra five minutes that you put in, the five minutes in the morning, the five minutes in Benastar, and the five minutes wherever it is. That's what makes me Talmud Chacham. There's a fascinating study, social scientists did the study, he was following a bunch of young lawyers through their journey. And he wanted to see if there's any way you could predict right when they started off, how they're going to do 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Who's going to make the most money? And he found something fascinating. He found that lawyers who put in 10% more work in the beginning make 40% more money in the future. And he was bothered. He said 10% more hours, that's not that much more time. And finally came up with, after speaking to enough of the guys, he realized it's not necessarily that you're putting in that much more time. It's about the fact that you're devoted, you're showing that this is what you're dedicated towards. The, the, the extra 10% that you're doing, you're staying another hour, you're coming another hour in the morning, that shows that your entire limo, your entire day, this is what you're focused on, this is what you're into. So I just wanted to say it's really tremendous physic to me to see that I'm coming out during Van Astarum. It's really a big physic for me, and hopefully I will uh, be able to join and be with as well. There's a Rashi in Azinu, actually, that Azinu Rashi says that Sarah Adam Lias, Enav, Aznav, Veliboy, Mechuvan, Ledivrei Taira. person's heart, ears, and eyes, ears and eyes have to be Mechuvan, have to be focused on Divrei Taira. What exactly does it mean, Mechuvan, Divrei Taira? So I was recently by a Bixiyam where they had a Budim Shriver, I wasn't familiar with him before, and apparently he's one of the Biki Adar, he's a tremendous Tamchacham, big Tamchacham Bnei Brak. He explained with the story of Kivegar. Kivegar was once sitting with his Talmudim, they were schmoozing. All of a sudden, Rikiriger jumps up and he runs to the corner and he says, That time you just said a Rashi, there's a taste which says, Not like that. There's another, take a look at him, another Rashi, another Sat doesn't shtim. Tabitin said, How do you hear what he was saying across the room? You're sitting with us. How do you hear? Says Rabunim, That's what we say. If I hear somebody across the room saying, I'm giving out a million dollars for free, whatever I'm doing, I'll hear it. If that's what I'm interested in, if that's what I'm excited about. So, on you guys, I think we could say, the guys are interested in coming, again, it's just really a chizik for me as well. Just a second quick, I was speaking to a few guys afterwards, and they were telling me, we have a, it seems like we have a split in the crowd here, that some guys want to do a little more and some guys want to do a little more kiyas. So I think we made up, we'll try for the next few days, that what we're going to do is for the first 20-25 minutes of the shir, we're going to focus on the bi'in, we're going to focus on the yesterday's daf, so today for example, we'll do that and then approximately 3.30, 3.35, whoever wants to stay, you know, if, if any, or you can skip that portion. The guys on their own will run through tomorrow's now. We'll run through that Gimel in 20 minutes, just straight Gemara reading very quickly. Okay, so back to that base. So today, hopefully, we have time to try to accomplish as much as we can. The first shayla I want to deal with is the shayla we ended up with yesterday. And that's the machlekes between Rashi and Taisis and Yavamis, Taisis and Rashi and Yavamis. Whether the Benk Fire, the villagers, come in, they read, we said, on the Monday and Thursday before. The question is, who lanes for them? So we... Take a look at Rashi. Rashi over here brings down that the people in the villagers go in. They go into the big city and somebody from the big city lanes for them. Says Tyson Yavanda, stop and give them a base, as well as the Tyson Rush. Many Rishonim here as well. There's Bada, there's Bada, there's They all bring down this Yushami as well. But the Yushami seems to say Mephurish that the person in the big city can't be mighty to the person in the smaller city. He's not Mephuriyah until you're on your dollar, until the 14th day. So he can't lane for a guy who's Chayiv on your dollar. So Taisus says, Abada, like Yushami says, somebody from the villager, he's going to lane. I said, what does it help that they're coming in anyways? So if they're laning for themselves, what does it help? 
So the Rishonim explained that because they're gathering together, they don't generally gather together people and villagers. So once they're gathering, the Rabbanon didn't want to make them come back and gather again. Very nice. So there's two kashas on the Rashi. Number one, what is do with the Rishonim? L'chayr, the Achorim, tell us, the Kesemish, already earlier on the Rishonim, as much as we can minimize machlekes between Bavli and Yushami, we try. Right? If we have a Yushami which we don't have any Bavli which is connected, we generally assume the Bavli agrees, unless we can prove otherwise. That's one kasha. What rash with Yushami? And number two, Tais is a good kasha. Tais is asked to the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara tells us that a person who's not Machlekes in the mitzvah can't be mighty to anybody else in the mitzvah. So what is Rashi going to do with those two kashas? So before we go, we're going to spend a few minutes explaining Rashi. There's a lot of beautiful Achorinim, a lot of beautiful terror which comes out of this Rashi. Let's just take a step back in Tysus. In Tysus' world, that a person on Yodali, a guy who lives in a big city, cannot be mighty someone who's chayav in Yodali, because he's not chayav. I want to ask you a shayla. What about the other way around? Can somebody, can a villager, a guy who's chayav in Yodali, let's say he comes in on Yodali, could he be mighty a guy in Yodali? Or do we say no? Just like Tysus is telling you the guy in Yodali can't be mighty a guy in Yodali, so a guy in Yodali can't be mighty a guy in Yodali. The guy in Yodali is only chayav in Yodali. He's not chayav in Yodali. That's the shayla I want to know in Tysus. So the way you can answer this kash is by asking a Chakira. This is what the said that a guy in Yudal, the villager, could lay on Yudal. Was that a cool that the said that the Ikra really the main day for is Yudal? We'll give you a cool since you're gathering anyways on Yudal. So if you want, you can lay on Yudal. But really, about your, your Ikra day is Yudal. That's one way to say it. The other way to say it is, no, the Rabbanan said, originally your day was Yudal. But now that we gave you this kula, we said you're gathering on Monday or the Thursday before, so now we change your day. Your day is not Yudal anymore, your day is Yudal. So we could definitely try to bring, if you look at Rishayna, we as you go through the Gemara, we'll try to bring more rise to the Shaila. But the Meir over here, Afanar, it says, beautiful Meir, the Meir says that if a Yudal guy wants to lay on Yudal as well, if he wants to be kind of mitzvah again, says the Meir, Tavay Allah Bracha. If a villager wants to lay on Yudal, he wants to come on Yudal to hear the Megillah, Tavay Allah Bracha, which sounds very clear. Like the second side of Sakira, that Avada, I'm sorry, the first side of Sakira, that Avada, he's Mechuyiv in the mitzvah, and the Ikr day is Yudal, the Avada just pushed it back to Yudal. The other thing we see from this Meiri, which we mentioned yesterday, and it will try to be more rise, we'd love to hear if Adam has any rise, is there an Indian to be Mekayim two days apart? Right? Well, there's probably many of you guys here will be trying to Mekayim that this year, try to get two days apart. Amen. Amen, says Josh. So, the Shaila is, is there any to do that? So you could say, oh, you see from the Meiri, that you could, you could be kind of today's apartment, you'd alf and you'd alf. But the way to be mafled, obviously, is that you'd alf guy, the Iker day apartment is really you'd alf, and the you'd alf guy, the runner just gave a kula. But for a guy in you'd alf to go to Tezvav, that's no Shaila. One other Shaila, which hopefully we'll deal with, which is not directly going to get over here, it's going to get over later on, can you skip her? Can a guy in you'd alf go to Tezvav on the night of you'd alf, and then in Tezvav go back to you'd to a place of Yudalit on the night of Tezvav and be totally part of the Mitzvah Megillah. Is that possible? We'll have to come back to that. Maybe what maybe is in the Meiri was the Rashi? Maybe the Meiri was the Rashi, that's why you're not going to refer to Yudalit. So, nice. Or the Meiri himself speaks out like the other Rishayim. That the Pasha is like the Yushalmi. Most Rishayim learn not, not like the Rashi. The Meiri over here. Most Rishayim deal with it over here. There's another Sugi in Yavamah Stafi Gimel. The Gemara is in the place to go to different Minhagim. The Gemara brings up this tomorrow. We'll come back to it in a few minutes. Okay, so now what do we do with the Rashi? Rashi says that a guy, a uh, Yudalit guy, could be mighty the Yudalit guy. So what do we do with the Rashi? So number one, what do we do with the Yushami? So the, the simplest way to say it is that the Yushami says in the first that a Yudalit guy can't be mighty the Yudalit guy. But the fact that the Bible didn't bring it down, this Bechar is a very important halacha. The fact that the Bible didn't bring it down might have led Rashi to think the Bible disagrees. But let's try to find something more. You know, that if we can't find anything else, that's the Bechar we're going to have to say. Let's see if we can find another Mahalach in the Rashi. 
So let's start with the Ritva. The Ritva over here gives a shot for Rashi. He brings down Yushami, he brings down this, in, that, in the Pashim shot like Yushami, that a, that a Yudag, I can't really see it out. But then he suggests like this. Says the Meiri, he brings down from his Rebbe, Umuri B'Shem Rabbi Yisab, Kasav. Yeah, Ritva quotes from his Rebbe, B'Shem Rabbi Yisab. He says, Parli Ikra Takana. What was the Kashik? The Kashik is the guy's not high playing the Megillah now. He's a young Yudal. How could you make a Yudal guy? Says the Ritzvah. If the reason why the guys in Yudalif came to the big cities was because they weren't the key and they didn't know how to read the Torah, so it makes a lot of sense that the Rabbana would say that part of the Takana was that a guy from Yudalif could land for a guy in Yudalif. So that's what the Ritzvah answers. That the Iker Takana was Sheyev Ben Ir Kerlem Ukechad Am Chashivi. So we're going to come back to these last few words in the Ritva because technically, the way I just said it, the Ritva didn't need to say it. It's Ukechad Am Chashivi, that they're considered one nation, that they all have the same Chiv. Chir didn't need to say it. The Ritva could, the simple halakha should just say that Rabbanu Masaki, that a young Yudal guy can be made to Yudalka. That was part of Takana. The Ritva adds in a few words that they're really like one Am, really, it's really all one Chiv. That will come back to, come back to this Mahal. Fine. So that's Mahalach of the There's another Mahalach the Ephraim suggests. And that is the Mahalach of the Maripanam and the Yushalmi, the Ginnah's brother also, and his Chuba, and uh, Simon Yud Gimel, suggests this Mahalach based on a Taisis in Brachas. Taisis in Brachas, that from Chesim and Al comes out with a very big Yisoyed, a very important Yisoyed. And Taisis says that there's an important concept in Yiddishkeit called Arvis. The concept that Kol Yisrael, Yerim Zelazeh, your mitzvah is my mitzvah, and I'm responsible to make sure you're your Mekam, your mitzvah. Tais over there is discussing, the Gemara says that if a cotton eats a Kadei Sviya, which means if a cotton has enough that if he was a Godl, he would in, in Berkus Mazen Deiraisa, the Gemara says he cannot be Maitzi a Godl. However, the Gemara says that a Godl who eats just a Kezayis, which is only a sheer Durabanan, could be Maitzi somebody else. So Tais is trying to figure out, what do you mean? If he just ate a Kezayis, he's only Chaim in Durabanan. How can he be Maitzi the guy who's Chaim in Deiraisa? Tais comes out with a tremendous Yisoyed. Tais says the cloud called Arvis. And since I'm a person who, if I would eat, I would be chayv in the mitzvah of Merkis Amazin, I'm chayv in Merkis Amazin. I'm a godl, I'm chayv in mitzvahs. It happens to me I didn't eat now. So therefore, I could be mighty somebody else, even though I didn't eat now. The cotton is Bechal Marabar Chayuba. He's not chayv in the mitzvah at all. And the male, it doesn't matter how much he eats, he can't be mighty a godl. He's called the Marash Hashanah. So, so what's Shalim Rosh Hashanah? What's the Gemara Hashanah referring to? The Gemara Rosh Hashanah is referring to cases where the guy is bechlal not mechli. For example, let's say a katan. A katan can't be made to go because he's bechlal not a bar Or for example, let's say Yisrael or a kain can't be. Let's say let's say there's a mitzvah for a kain. So Yisrael can't be mighty the kain in his mitzvah. Let's say true, whatever mitzvah it is, because he's bechlal not mechli. That's the case when the Gemara Rosh Hashanah says if you're not mechli in the mitzvah, you can't be mighty. That's the case the Gemara is talking about. Mela, Zag in the Maraponim, Zag in the Akhredim, based on this Tesis. So, first of all, the answer is Yushami, very Kishmak. You see, Tesis learned not like Yushami. And Tesis learned the, ba- the Gemara over there in Brothers, not like Yushami. Because according to Yushami, a Yemidaga can't be made to a Yemidavka. But according to the way Tesis is setting up, a guy from Yedavka, a might see Yedavka. The guy in Yedavka is Chai in the midst of Megillah. So, even though he's not Mukhayyib right now, but he's, he's a Bar Chayyib in the midst of. So that's how they want to suggest. That's how Rashi do not like Yushami from this because t- Rashi learned the Sugya Brachos like Taisus. And number two, the Kashif of the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, the Territ is the guy is a Barachayu. 
Right. Nice child. The, uh, that's, that's a nice child. They have friends over there in Brachas Dilas. There's type and others. The simple shot is that the Rabbanon wouldn't, didn't want to allow you to, to be like the other person unless you're Mechuyiv something. But you're right. Technically. What is that? Right. There's no like shtickle here. Okay. We, we could definitely talk. It's a, that's a night to aura, and there's a lot to discuss right over here. There's a third mahalach that I think we could say in this Rashi and Tesis, but first, I want to see your Kivager. Right? Gishmak and Kivager. Shulchan Aruch, I think it's in Reisha Ayn Alachach, it's Kiddush. Okay, Rabbi Kivager brings down the Yushami. Let's, let's discuss first what Rabbi Kivager is talking about. Rabbi Kivager is discussing an interesting Shaili. He says, let's say I was Makabal Shabbos. I made early Shabbos, I made Makabal Shabbos early. Okay? And I, for whatever reason, I don't want to make Kiddush. I ask, Tzvi, I say, Tzvi, you aren't Makabal Shabbos yet. Can you make Kiddush for me? Says on the one hand, I see from the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi says that a guy in Yedalev can't be Moitzi Yedalev guy. So you see that a guy who's not Mechuyiv in the Mitzvah right now can't be Moitzi the guy who's Mechuyiv in the Mitzvah. So maybe he can't make Kiddush for me because I wasn't Mechavah. I'm sorry, he wasn't Mechavah Shabbos yet. Or says Mechavah, here it's different. Why? Because over here, technically, whenever he wants, he could be Mikhail Shabbos. It's the other. He can decide, right now, I'm, I'm Mikhail Shabbos, and really, he's Mikhail as well. Versus Yadal, guy doesn't have that option. That's what Kivayger says, and leaves it up with a kasha. So, number one, just, just why, first of all, why did Kivayger bring down Rashi's mouth? I mean, it's nice that he brought a right from Yushami, but who's already passing out the Yushami? Maybe we're going, we're going to go with Rashi, that about the Yadal, I could make the Yadal, So, if you take a look at Kivayger and the Gemara Megillah right over here, it's very simple why Kivayger didn't say that, because Kivayger learns. Because he thinks that it can't be that a Yudaga could be Moitzi Yudavka based on Yushalmi, based on Tyson, based on all the Svaras, he learns that when Rashi says that the villagers would come in and the guy from the big city would lay for them, it doesn't mean that they would Moitzi them. It means that they would say the words out loud, and then somebody from the village would repeat it word for word. Okay, so that's a Dechik Shad I mean, I don't want to say it's a Dechik Shad Rashi, it's not the simple Shad Rashi, but that's Rabbi Kivega learns Rashi. So basically, Rabbi Kivega is learning that all the Mishayim learn, like this Yushalmi, Yudaga can't be Moitzi Yudavka. So this is Rabbi Kivega Shad. Okay? And he leaves off with a kasha, he leaves off with a shayla, he's not sure he's a subject in the shayla. So I just want to know what Rabbi Kivayger, and will help me out over here. Rabbi Kivayger says that there's a difference between Kiddush and Megillah. By Kiddush, technically, at any point, so he can decide he wants to be Kabbal Shabbos. Versus Yadalik, that doesn't have that option. So I want to ask you, a simple kasha, and maybe there's, a, there's probably a simple tarot. Let, let's see. Let's work this out together. Why can't the Yadalik, I see the Yadalik, it's not be Yadalik for to, to be Chayv Megillah. Why can a guy in Yudalev, if he wanted to, he can move to Yudalev, he can move to the village, which is Chayv and Yudalev, and then he'll be Chayv and Gil and Yudalev. So just like a creator saying the guy can accomplish shots whenever he wants, so do I. I live in a big city. Well, if I wanted to, I can move to a small city, I'll be Chayv and Yudalev. Why is it not called Biyadeh? Why is it not called Biyadeh? That's changing your fear, isn't it? When you move to another city, you don't have a Yodzit anymore. A Kish, you can be whenever you want. Okay, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. That's, that's the second thing we're going to say. I'm going to try to refine it. Yeah. I'll ask you, I'll ask you to refine it for me. Because that's what we're looking for. So the simple mahalach is to say, the, the very simple mahalach, the simple way to, to say it is, that, as we'll see in the Gemara later on, because on the, the halach is, if you want to mechaev and yudalef, you have to already go to the city the night before, and you have to move your location, and you have to be a resident of that city. So it could be the simple shot is that we're talking about the yudalef guy coming into the yudalef guy. So, in a time if he wanted to make himself a Yudalif guy, he would have had to, but he didn't do it already. 
So you can't tell him, the Kasha was, why can't he just do it? Terence says, technically he could have, but then he wouldn't be a Yadalad guy. We're trying to figure out, could a Yadalad guy be a Yadalad guy? Technically he could if he becomes a Yadalad guy, but there's never a case of a Yadalad guy actually being a Yadalad guy because then he's not a Yadalad guy. Okay, it's simple, Terence, but still let's figure out what Shalom is. So the second Mahalath is like Rafi saying, Rosham Zaman and Tshuva, Simon Gimel, beautiful Tshuva, Rosham Zaman. For all those who ever uh, read some of Rosham Zaman's Ksavim, when Rosham Zaman Arbach was younger, he wrote a lot, a lot of beautiful Svarim. He wrote a whole Sefer on electricity, he wrote Tshuva Svarim. And my son, when he became older, for better or for worse, when he was offered the position in Kultaira, so he went to the Chazanish and he asked him to take the position. Chazanish said, absolutely. He said, what about my Ksavim? What about, I'm not going to write anymore. And the Chazanish said, one Talmud is worth a thousand Svarim. So Lemaise, we lost Rishon Zalman's writings when he got older. A lot of his Talmudim put out his svarim, but Lemaise, uh, we don't have a lot of svarim, but one of his svarim is his shuvah, svarim, which are beautiful. He's a beautiful writer. In that shuvah, Rishon Zalman is dealing with a very interesting shayla. You have a nursing home that they make very early Shabbos, because residents have to go to sleep. And the shayla was, there was a mashkiah who wanted to come in, drive to the nursing home, make kiyash everybody, and go back home. This is a kiyash shayla. He wanted to go to the nursing home. He wasn't, the guy wasn't chayv in Shabbos yet. He's not he wants to make kiddush for them, and he does. And then he wants to go to drive home. That was the shayla. So Rishon Mazam is going back and forth with this Rukiyager. Lamaisa, in that piece, he comes out with a tremendous kiddush. He says that Avada he could, if he wants to, he could make kiddush and he could do this. He says the kiddush. He says if you're going to make kiddush for them, he says don't do it over microphone. He says if it works over microphone, don't do it over microphone. Why? Even though you're not going to make kiddush for this kiddush, and right afterwards you're going to drive. He says you can't make kiddush by the mechal shabbos. Very interesting spar, and I'm, I'm curious to hear the thoughts on it. Even though I'm not being the Kabbalah Shabbos, but I'm being the Kabbalah Shabbos for everybody in the nursing home. So the Maisek, the Kabbalah Shabbos, can't be done through a Chil Shabbos. I'm getting excited, Kiddush, something to think about. But the Maisek, the over there, says something along the lines of Rafi Svar. That there's a very big difference between, because Rosh Hashanah is a Hamlin and Svar Megillah, there's a very big difference between being able to do the Kabbalah Shabbos now and being in a situation where the place that I'm in, I'm a Chalmah Chayyim the Mitzvah. You're right, I can go somewhere else in Machai the Mitzvah. But where I'm in right now, the Mokim that I'm in right now, there's no Chiyuv. And he compares it to, he says, for example, let's say the person's in America, and he wants to make Kiddush for somebody in Eretz Yisrael. Six o'clock in America, it's, it's already uh, Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael. Couldn't make Kiddush. Dr. Shalom it's not Shabbos for me, it's weekday for, in America. So you can't call that a Kiddush. Technically, could I, could I be mighty to that guy if I was in the same place? Yeah, but it's not called a Kiddush for me. Because it's Friday, so you can't tell me the Mikhaili Shabbos. So Shlomo wants to say the same Svara over here. That that's Shah possibly, that there's a chilek between kid, the case of Kiddush and the case of Megillah. Again, like Rafi's saying. I think there's something about the Mikhaili by Fabri Megillah, the Yudal guy, reading. I mean, the guy in the city reading for people in the bar that it's just, he's not being mentioned in the Mitzvah. But what he's saying is. It's not called the Kriyas of Megillah, you're saying. So that's, that's what Shlomo Zalman suggested. So I'm suggesting that that's the pshat. The pshat is that I'm bechlal and abar for you, but I'm achayv in the mitzvah. It's not called a kriyas megillah. It's a chlamais. It's a chiddush. And there's just a few interesting opportunities you have to think about. It. Let's say a person's on the, a person's standing on the date line, right? He's right. There's a foot right next to the date line. So for me, it's not Shabbos, right? He's in, let's say he's in a wall. He's doing the date lines over there, and the guy is right across from me. So for him, it's Shabbos already. It's Shabbos. For me, it's Friday. So depending on how you learn the svar biyade, technically it's very easy for me. It's very easy to take my foot and put it over the line. It's a very right. So depending on how you learn the svara biyade, it's not it doesn't have to do with how easy it is. If we're saying this fundamental svara over here that the place that I'm in is not a mukkum, which is chayiv, the svara the same svara apply. If you tell me that's about how easy it is, like just have to be makabel shabbos, I can move. That'll be the nafkamin. Yeah, I don't 
that the other means finalist? Yes, that's, yes, very good. When, when it comes to, uh, say it? In Git. In Git, in regards to Yisur, you're talking about. It doesn't have to be In Sukkot Biyade, absolutely. It's the is the Rosh Hashanah over there, how the Sfar Biyade works. Over here, we're going to have We'll talk about this more. The Sarabiyah can mean different things in different places, and over here we're going to have to define it a little bit better, but yeah, that's what we'll have to discuss in Sarabiyah. One more Mahalach, I guess, we'll speak out, is, I think there's one, another Mahalach we could say Pshat in the Rashi, and that is based on Shuvah Sassam Seifer. Okay, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a pulpo, but if not, if the whole thing isn't true, definitely Sassam Seifer is true. So it's worth it with Sassam Seifer. Sassam Seifer in Shuvah writes, I think it's in Reish Tamachetz, he writes in a long shoe over there, he says that originally there are Banamur Masakin, that everybody claim on Yadalid, but if they're a Yitzhiladar, they're taking a trip and they're not going to be around on Yadalid, they claim on your Alfi Bez and Yagim. That's what Sam Sefer writes in the Chuba. Okay? Very nice. So I, I want to tell you, I think it's possible to suggest that this Kufa is Machlaikis between the Babli and the Yushalmi. And that's first of all Rashi knew not to write from Yushami, and then that's also why Rashi learned that Yadagai can write Yadaf and Yubeza. What's my Raya that's Machlekes in the Babylon Yushami? Like this. We said that Rashi said that why do they lay in on the Monday and Thursday before? Because they're going in either for Kriya Satera, like Rashi says, or for Bhatti Dina. The Rishayin ready to bring me the Kasha. The Yushami asks on this Takana, correct you, Yushami, what do you mean? Takana's Ezra was after Mordechai Nestor, was after the Megillah. So what does it mean to Rabbanu or Masakin for something which happened later on? Doesn't make any sense. That's Yushami's kasha. And Yushami gives a territory there. Yushami says, in Echanami they were Moranis. The Babli doesn't ask that kasha. Why isn't the Babli, ask, why isn't the Babli bothered by that kasha? So maybe it's possible to suggest if you go like to Chassam Seifer, then it's very Gishmak. Because according to Chassam Seifer, Yudalafim Yubez was always around. So they were being they were being Moranis later on, but it wasn't just later on. It was right now. They already, the Rabbana already set up the Takana of Yadav Yudbeis. Mordechai Nesher already set up the Takana for the Yitzhah Derek. That, that's not a Kasha. The Rabbana Misakin for later on. They're being Miramis later on. The Rabbana Misakin right away. But that's because they're Misakin the Megillah. So that's how, so that's how Kabi Rashi knew that the Yushami disagreed on this, this point. So how does that look for our Shaila? Because what's the Kasha? How could Yadav Yudbeis be Mitzi Yadav Yudbeis guy? He's Bechan Lachai of Yadav Yudbeis. If you learn like the Chassam Seifer, it could be that technically every Yadav guy also has a Chiv on Yadav Yudbeis. When? If he's right, there. Which means that part of the Chiv of Yadal, right from the beginning, was that he does have a Chiv of Yadal in the base. If he's right, there. So it could be that's why. That's just explaining why we come like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rashi has. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rashi still needs to say this. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Okay, that could be. We have another two, three minutes, or should we go out to the second part? That's how you would say the second part. Whatever you want. Should we stop now? And well, I want it not. We may not be the most efficient. What do you say? Well, I want it may not be the most efficient. Anybody want to take a vote? Anybody? <coughs> if you still can get through it, then. What do you say? If you, if you still think you'll be able to get through it, then. And if not, then not. Let's, we'll, just, we'll speak about the Sassanites very quickly. Okay, the Sassanites, so let's just move on to the next part that we, we spoke about yesterday. The Gemara brings down, the Gemara has a Kashi. The Gemara says, How can our body be the Sakim? You're not in your base. The Rabbanah being the Oikir, the original Takhana. Okay, of the, the Achik. Right, there are Achikas in the Rabbanah, Yadav and Tezvah. So how can Rabbanah later on come along with Sakim, Yadav and Yudbeis? That's called the Oikir Takhana. So there's two ways to learn the Gemara's Kasha. Okay? Either you can learn the Gemara's Kasha, how could Rabbanah be Mitzvah another day? How could you add another day? That's going against what Chum said. 
Which would mean that when our button are moist of something, there's an issue of Tesefis. So we asked yesterday, what's the problem with being moist of something? What, what's the issue with that? So somebody wants to suggest, and maybe it's the issue of Al-Taisif, if there's a concept of Al-Taisif, so there's definitely a lot to handle on that child. But we're going to move on to the second child. The second child that Mark will be asking is, how did the Rabbana have the Kayaf to say, don't lay on, tes- on Yudalit? Right? The Rabbana are saying, lay on Yudalit, and you don't have to lay on Yudalit. How could the Rabbana do that? That's the Gemara's Kasha. Okay, so that, assuming that that's the Gemara's Kasha, Frektis Vatsemes, Frektis Vachon, and Frektis Vatsemes, the Gemara Nivamis comes out that the Rabbana have the Kayaf to be Oikar Din Midaraisa Veshavah Tasa, which means, for example, the Rabbana say, don't blow Shaifer on Shabbos. I have a mitzvah to write to blow the shaifer. Zavti gemara nivamis da petesim beis tadim beis yesh kayak liachacham lachadavar atayra b'shevel tasa. That's the maskan of the gemara. Practice last emes. If the rabbanan could tell you don't do a mitzvah deraisa, so of course they could tell you don't do a mitzvah derabbanan, right? Of course they could tell you don't lay on your dalit. If they could tell you don't blow the shaifer on Shabbos, of course they could tell you you're not machu to lay on your dalit. That's his kash. What was the gemara's kash? How the rabbanan have that kayak? If they could do it by deraisa, kolshin they could do it by derabbanan. So I want to just quickly take a look at the at the slides of this tarot. See, definitely, definitely a tremendous side. Says the Satsem. We're forced to say like this. The Takanas Rachamim, Chamer, that the Takanas Rachamim are even more Chamim than their rights. The Dibre Torah, I'm from Russian Torah. The words of the Torah are clear in the Torah. But Chacham Sheyoyidim Tama Torah, Yechayim Lachar the Torah. The Rabbanon, who know the reasons for the Torah, can be Iker when they have a good reason. Right? Yishkev Echam Lachar Shavatat. Abel Takanas Bezdin. But the Kana's Bezdin, Ene Yedeh Hate Latam. We don't for sure know the reason why Bezdin was in Sakha Takana. Ulay Hare the Bezdin, I couldn't even Tamacher. Maybe Bezdin are other reasons also. Shemayi Nagel, I'm going to Vatla Mitzvah. That if they would have told us that, then we wouldn't have Vatla Mitzvah. Timah Shlavir, Tamah Takana. Since they didn't explain the reason of Takana. Masha Enkin, Harish Vixav, Yodin, Chachom, Minatur, Inya Mitzvah, the Yechoid and Litzmach, Achachmatan, Lakar Meshavah Tasa. Kain, Nirali. Let's just paraphrase what he says. It's a tremendous chiddush. Says the Sasemis. When it comes to Dinim Deraisa, the, the, the halacha is very clear. The Torah tells you you have to blow the shaifa. So the assumption is we know the reasons why the Torah told us to do that. And the Chacham have the Kayak to say, we feel it's better not to blow. When it comes to Takanas Chachamim, we don't always know the reason why there are Banu Masak and Takanas, which is why in general most Rishonim assume. That batulatam le batulatakana, which means that let's say the top, let's say we have the rabbanim made a takana, but now the time is gone. Most of the assume the takana is not batul. Why? Because we don't know all the reasons why the rabbanim made a certain takana. The rabbanim only told us some, didn't tell us all the reasons. The Mela says this on when it comes to the end of rice, they're going to have the kayak. The terrorist says clear what the reason is, and we can decide. We know we decide this is this is more important when it comes to the rabbanim. We don't know all the reasons. Now the reason why this is a very big chiddush is because generally we don't darish time in the crow. Only Rosh Hashanah darish in the time in the crow, which what she was about to ask. So. You have to figure out exactly what the Svasemis means, but Lamaisa, big Chiddush, a lot to discuss the Svasemis, but that's uh, how the Svasemis learns over here.
Alrighty, good. Sure. I was just thinking of the, the dinner time and the white thing. 